Hey, what's going on? It is episode 297 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So we made it. We made it in. Most of you guys know that follow me on social media. We, myself, my wife, and my 16-year-old son, we screwed the system just like we were supposed to. That is so we showed our <laughs> We showed our IDs <laughs> and our Vax cards. And honestly, the dude, I would have thought he was too busy to really look at the dates. Um, so for anybody who doesn't know... I took my son to a Bad Religion Alkaline Trio concert in Chicago, and it was a 17 and older. Now, some people would say, why 17 and older? That doesn't make any sense. Why not 18 and older? And I suppose it's because in Illinois, 17 is an adult, where it's 18 other places. And it has something to do with the city ordinance, because I, I like a father, instead of a, uh, a, a roots punk rock dude, oh. uh instant message through Facebook a couple weeks ago saying, Hey, I know the rule says 17 and older, but I got a son who's 16, but he's so close. And then they responded with, yeah, it doesn't matter if he's 16, he can't come. Like, rule we're not 17. ever going to have a, some sort of a document that you're able to screenshot that says, yes, you can. <laughs> right. That's for sure. Uh, so then I was thinking, you know, how crazy I get. I was like, man, they're going to, they're going to have me flagged at the door with this comment. They're going to tell everybody, Hey, there's going to be a guy who's named Dave, that's all we know, and uh, he's going to try yeah. to sneak a 16-year-old kid in. And um, I took I took some non-THC CBD. I had a cold beer, and I was able to smoothly walk in. Now, they did... Wait, wait, wait. Go back. What? You grabbed THC I had free. a non-THC CBD. Okay. And I had some beer to... What are you talking about? You, you drank it? What you no, drink? I have like a dropper. Okay. So you put the dropper in. Yeah, big, the beer. big... Non-THC CBD guy. Okay, yeah, no, for, I know. For, for many, many years. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and then I, uh, I, didn't and I had a beer. Well, I am when I can afford to be because it's it's extremely, you know, sometimes this is important and I tell myself all the time for amount of subscription-based things that I do that aren't healthy as far as like, you know, they don't bring any physical health to me. I feel like for $75 a month um, or, you know, every six weeks, it's so beneficial to have CBD at the ready and be using it, but I I don't because I'm like, man, it's just too expensive. Yet the amount of garbage people buy, and by people I mean me, whether that be coffee, you know, uh, Sam, you know, fast food, whatever, uh, easily could could put all that aside. It's and- interesting that you say that you see like real time effects from it. Oh my god, it, yes. it's not like one of those like take vitamin D because your immune no. system's better. You're like, no, you're like you. What do you think is more healthy, your CBD? club month whatever you call it Mm. or your saturated fats of the month club (laughs) i will tell you this if it weren't spotify is probably the biggest health bringer uh the greatest subscription-based thing i do for my mental health it is the best and then cbd so if we could figure out a way to Mm. i don't because I still find myself, even though I have like, you know, HBO Max and Netflix and Amazon Prime, I just go back to the same stuff. So it would probably, you know, when you see it pops up and it's like, hey, you could, uh, we don't have it available right now for stream for free, um, but you could rent this right now for three bucks or you can buy it for 18, Mm. a movie. You know, nowadays Mm -hmm. you can watch movies in your house that are in the theater. And the wife will always say... (laughs) $18, $18, are they crazy? And it's like, yeah, but that's for all three of us to watch it right here in the comfort of our own home yeah. and to own it, right? You can own the movie or download it. You could download pieces of movie right, or you know movies right. onto your hard drive. So I don't know. Would a one-time purchase of the wire box set, which I do have, be more cost-effective than having you know HBO Max for the ability to watch the wire at any point in time? Or the Sopranos, or 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 you know whatever. You know, I have a friend that I always have that same uh, argument with. He's always like, he doesn't do Spotify. He buys it on iTunes. He's like, yeah, but I want to have it forever. And I go, I have it anytime I want. Like <laughs> I've never Spotify I've, shuts down. You're well, good, I've never man. been like, yeah, I want to listen to that that song, but I but I just can't because I always can. Right. And by the way, you only have it as long as you have your phone or your i iTunes. I have it on my computer membership right. or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, you're going to carry your laptop around? No, but I'm saying I could. you could then download That made music. sense when there was iPods, and you mm. put them all on an iPod or whatever, but it doesn't make sense so, to me. As we get up to the front, uh, and we are getting our, our, our IDs checked, 
they gra- the guy grabs my sons and he looks at it because unfortunately, you know, in Indiana, when you have an, a license, I believe over 18, it, it's, it's a uh, landscape view and it's a, it's a portrait view. If it's an under 18, that way you could easily recognize, Hey, this person's under 18. I see. And so, and it's also in black and white and in a, and he over is in color. So the guy immediately looked at it and was like, hey, this looks weird, which drew his attention to it. And he's like, hey, hey. And he's like waving somebody over. And I uh, I was like, oh, oh, you said, it said in the thing it was uh, 17 and older. And he's like, yeah, it is. Calm down. He's like, I just got to get a stamp for him. And he got his his X, oh. his straight edge X stamp on so his So he hand. read it and still either read it incorrectly he, or didn't care. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But here's what I told my, so my son is standing there when the guy stopped him. And I was like, dude, move, move, move. And then later on, I was like, you should have just run into the crowd. What are they going to do? Find you? You know what I mean? Like, you're already past the, the, the door. Just act like you don't run, but like, act like you didn't hear the guy and like drift off while he's yeah. waiting. Cause I didn't know if they were calling a manager over to be like, hey, you know, here's the situation. And yeah, I had, right. we did have bribe money with us. I went out to breakfast with my mom this week and she's like, hey, you're going to do it right. You're going to get, you're going to get Logan a fake ID. And I'm like, no, first of all, I wouldn't even know where to get a fake ID. And no, I'm not getting him a fake ID to get into a concert. Didn't either. I tell you how the BMV called me in and interviewed me about a fake crawl being out there? No. Oh, I'll, we'll table okay. that, but there's so, a good story about there's, there's several bends running around. So we got in and, uh, we enjoyed the show and, and, the this was a, it's a newer venue and it's got extremely high ceilings i think it has 3200 people in it and my wife's just like oh you know the same person who wanted to go up front just in case the band might pick her out and have her come up on stage and sing and they now she's want, like yeah. oh i with travis scott we're standing in the back you know we got our son with us now oh is that a thing now so she's like hey we're we're not getting up close we're gonna stay in the back because i don't want people pushing i i don't want to be in a situation where someone's behind me pushing me forward or my child there is a. I understand. I think it's first of all. Let me just. Let me let me get in front of this. I think it's super cool what you guys are doing. I think it's awesome. It looks great. These are these are bucket list things. Oh, here we go. However, <laughs> there is a dripping sense of 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 irony on the whole like extra efforts to keep him safe. Call ahead to get him in. <laughs> well, I mean, take it a step further. So it, it, he's it, drinking it, water out of water bottles, and then he hands them to her, who's standing there with her arms crossed, and she puts them in her pocket. I go, do you have a tissue in your bra for him, too? Yeah. His, his nose starts running. It's it's just a... Uh, it's, it's super cool, but it is like the punk rock training Dude, wheels. Let me tell you, a guy came up to me who's probably my age. I would say the median age was probably 42. Mm. Okay. Um, and these bands are a little bit older, you know, been around a while. So a guy, while my son was at the merch table, I was taking a picture of, cause I wanted to share it with our, our, you know, Instagram and Facebook people saying, Hey, we got in and it was going to be a picture of him at the merch table buying a shirt. And a guy came tapped me. He's like, Hey man, is this his first show? Awesome, bro. This is a great first show. Like, okay. and I said, actually it's his second show. And he's Ooh. like, but either way, man, you're, you're doing it right. And I thought, I'll tell you when I was. 16 or 17 i would have never went to a concert with my mom and dad especially a concert i wanted to go so you to nor would they, you get nor, what i'm yeah nor would at. they want but, but but my dad listened to to 50s and 60s music george thorogood he but he that was the outlier that's not 50s and 60s oh, you know what i mean that was the non do he, he, he listened yeah he listened to what what would have been oldies in our generation yeah, you know yeah, golden okay. oldies sure stuff from from the 50s and 60s probably from when he was a kid yeah. he didn't listen to my dad never listened to the beatles or you know stuff like that he was he was a generation behind so okay but i will tell you i was thinking about this i'm like my dad didn't like music and then i was thinking this morning i'm like you know i do i he did go and see like he would like bonnie Raitt or uh with my mom they'd go to like country you know where you sit yeah. down and you cl- you get up and you clap after each song and all yeah. that good stuff yeah i don't remember my dad ever going like hey i have an extra ticket to see bread and three dog night <laughs> well i did see the uh, little river band with my parents because i think they happen to be at great america and they were like <laughs> well, oh who's this and it's like the little river that's band that's right yeah that's uh, right but there you're you're the irony is there i get it i understand it and i a couple times i actually you know, we're rocking out and I put my arm around him and he just like looked at me like to get, get but this is what off. happens <laughs> when you, when you meld good parenting or concerned active parenting with a love of punk rock. That's yeah. sometimes remember yeah. that documentary called the F word, yes, which was all about punk rockers and, uh, that have had their own children now that are fathers. Yeah. But punk rock musicians. Punk, right? Yeah. The guys yeah, yeah. that people look up to is like, these are the guys. Correct. And then yeah. they had kids. It's like, it was like, 
like Flea and Henry it, Rollins like or whoever. Like Fat Mike from No Effects. But interestingly enough, I will tell you the scene is so so this was it's in it was in Pilsen, which um, isn't great. I think it's uh, I want to say I looked at the I, I looked at the safety grade when I was trying to do a spot hero to figure out where we we're gonna park, and it was like, hey, this is a as far as Chicago goes right now, this is a D minus area. Is like, that right? Don't, yeah, don't. It's like right off the expressway in Chinatown. Like it's 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 not great. And the parking, I found a parking spot for five bucks because the venue was saying, hey, we don't oh, have wow. parking. But it's it's what is you know it's a mile. Uh, it was called Radius. Okay. Um, so it was saying the parking lot walking distance was 17 minutes, and it was going to be cold last night. And I'm like, man, no. I don't want to walk 17 minutes through gang, you know, a gang infested area no, or no. you know even even anything remotely looking like that, uh, especially you know with a bunch of other freaks that people are just going to draw attention to people who want to do bad yeah, things. I don't want to walk 17 minutes downtown. It, it used to be if you were going to one of these concerts, you were the people that people, if you were walking in a neighbor, they didn't want to be by you. Now it's like, hey, there's a bunch of like <laughs> right? like narrow-shouldered 50-year-old men wearing black flag t-shirts uh, that are just fodder for violence, right? <laughs> so... Oh, I actually, I actually found that the there was um, some VIP parking that you could buy right next to the venue. This is like the wire, dude. Like Omar's getting hunted almost at so, this point. So yeah, <laughs> no. so it's it's it was fifty bucks well spent. I literally parked right next door to the venue. I think it was like a union hall or a hall for people 50 that are fifty bucks. Yeah, didn't Oof-a. care. Didn't care. And for me too, easy in, easy out. Cars protected. It's a gated. It's a big. It's deal. a gated thing. But I would tell you that it is. So many soy boy style, like there is just no danger. Don't you? Use there, that when word. when people you know defend this, like, hey, punk's not dead. It's it's long dead. Like the spirit sort of flickeringly remains. The but spirit of it is at Travis Scott concert. The, the music is the music, but the crowd is just. You remember that there was a um, a Lollapalooza episode of The Simpsons where. It showed like a grunge band on stage, and it just showed the kids swaying back and forth. There was just not really much happening. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, like the crowd, like the band was raging on, and, and like Lisa and Bart were just kind of like moving forward, oh, okay. moving back. Yeah. Um, besides people, you know, yelling lyrics back at the band, it's weird. And if I was Bad Religion, especially, I'd be like, dude, we're laying it out here. On, we're we're going for broke, and everybody's sort of like, yeah. Well, think about like how Fight Club, the sequel, it would be if it were a bunch of forty-five-year-olds like just fist punching each other and kicking. <laughs> like that would be really sad. It'd be documentary material. I don't know. I guess I was telling my son when we walked it. Like at certain points, he was standing and not paying attention to his surroundings, and people were having to move around him. And I'm like, dude, you got to pay attention. You got because at a concert when someone's carrying beer, if you knock into them, they may knock your teeth out. You know what I mean? Like people get crazy. These are things that you, un- you learned by having people bump into you with beers uh, and whatnot. Uh, a for- unfortunately, nowadays, if somebody bumped you and spilled a beer on you, they'd probably be like, hey, send me the dry cleaning bill. Yeah. Uh, here, here's my at. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is There's zero danger. So even yeah. in a terrible neighborhood where murder is high, you are, I think it said one in 23 is your chances of being uh, the victim of a violent crime uh, on any given week? A one in twenty-three, and just still very nerfed. This isn't. This is a so. feature that comes up in Spot Hero. No. So I looked at you can you could check Chicago neighborhoods for their like if you go to Pilsen and you'd look if it you, up. If it'll you tell type you. some of them, does it just start laughing? <laughs> I'm just saying it's not. It's 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 one of the worst. It's not a it's not a great area. No. And it's like an industrial area, and uh, but got to our car from our car, no issue. Got in, rocked out, took a couple pictures, ran into an old friend that flew from California to Chicago for the concert. Really? Uh, well, he has family here. Oh, my see. son's like that's weird. Might he flew well. all the way here. I'm like, I, me and your mom went to Las Vegas, and we have no family there for the same concert. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I see that the bomber jackets and the pins are still a thing. Uh, mine doesn't have any on it. My Why bomber not? jacket, because I wear it to work. Why'd you want to pin it? Oh, because... Yeah, that no, one never did. Why don't you not wear that to work? Why don't you let that be your... Uh, when you let your hair down. Dude, when I when I walk around <laughs> and I see... I see, like, guys of my age and older still with the battle jackets. Like, some part of me is like, yeah, rad. And the other part of me is like, dude, I hope that guy... I, I, I don't know. I hope he's he's doing something good with his life. That's how I And this is just see. what he does 
on Saturday night, you know, once every couple months. My hope is that he hangs that back up like Mr. Remember when Mr. Rogers would come in and he'd take his street clothes off and then he would pull a cardigan out and put new shoes on, comfortable house shoes? Yeah, of course. That's what I'm hoping happens. I'm hoping this guy goes home, hangs his battle jacket, and then, you know, pulls out his suit and tie and heads to work uh, Monday morning. My son was saying, oh, I like the idea of the you know having the spikes on the shoulder. I go, yeah, but the thing is, hmm. with you driving, you can't sit right. I go, yeah, there's all these other concerns you didn't think about. I've made these mistakes. Yeah. So yeah, I used to say like when you're wearing those big jankos with all the chains and buckles <laughs> hanging from them, uh, if you're in a position where you have to run away quickly and hop a fence, that's going to be uh, or go through a turnstile. Yeah, or just walk down the street. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's like. Um, I used to always laugh about it because in high school, you know, big baggy pants were, were the thing, whether it be hip hop or mm-hmm. or anything. Like even, you know, even like dudes, like I guess um, just baggy pants were the thing. Nice to see people that would just go hard at this trend. And I would just go like, <laughs> I used to always tease my, my buddy Brandon because he would wear these big corduroys that were sagging. I would go, you know, once in a while, like it would rain outside. And I was like, now you weigh 74 pounds of, right. of just, you know, of pant. And uh, I would just be like, sometimes. All that other crotch room. More it, trouble. Chafing. It's not. It's not great. It's the only part I miss about it. Just having, you know, <laughs> yeah, is the best. But yeah, it's uh, sometimes it's not as much. It's not uh, worth the trouble, you know. Just not. It, I always get confused too about like, okay, it used to be your pants sagged because you wore big clothes. Mm. Now we could take a step further. Go meta. Why'd you wear big clothes? That or, that didn't originate in, in Whitey's neighborhood. That was like a a, um, a hip hop thing. And you wore, I think you wore bigger clothes to appear bigger sometimes, or just whatever. You can wear the clothes longer. Um, stop taking your lace. Stop <laughs> you really your- thought they bought them because people were buying baggy clothes because it's like, hey, you know, two years from now, yeah, growing grow pains. into them. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, because I think how- it's because you can wear a secondary pair of pants underneath it to uh, to keep your 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 the belongings that you want to protect, and then you wear the baggier one on top of it. So that became like, a thing oh, later. Well, definitely, I think uh, necessity is the mother of invention on that. Yeah, right? that still happens. Now you got sweatpants underneath mm-hmm. your regular pants. Thank God they're not their pants, though. That's someone else's pants that they put on. Well, if I say not your they, anybody who wears they're not your pants, pants. Yeah, right. for sure. You borrowed your cousin's pants. But uh, yeah, okay. So that all originated to become bigger, and then you start taking the laces out of your shoes. That was because people in jail don't get laces. So mm-hmm. after a while, you just get used to it. And this, hey. I know it sounds like it's great territory, but that's what I've asked people. Hey, how come? And they said, this is why. And uh, uh, what was the whole point? Oh, the whole point of that was that that sort of necessity, right? Like you say, um, it sort of became a thing you did and then you got used to it. Now it's dope. Okay, I'm for that. But now people wear skinny jeans that are shorter. Like the the way people wear pants now, if you pulled, if you did pull your pants all the way up. Yeah, floods. Super floods, like big time. So you buy them to wear if they go about crotch level, then the ankle hits your, you know, ankle area. I mean, I'm in that realm where I buy anything with elastic waistband. That way I could grow into them. <laughs> How long before you were in the red sweatpants like my father-in-law? Never, never. I never? will resist. That's a strong word. <laughs> That's a strong word. Get that job. I feel like I've gone, this is something that follows me around my whole life. I know we've talked about it is I go so hard at things that then I can never go back <laughs> there's things that I want to do and red sweatpants at this point is not one of those things. But I feel like at some point, if I did want to relax and wear sweatpants, like I'm the guy that goes to <laughs> softball. It's funny. I'm coaching softball in jeans and the other coaches have like the athletic shorts or athletic, like the, yeah. you know, running pants on or whatever. And they're like, dude, why you got jeans on? And I'm yeah, like, right. I just wear jeans. I don't know. <laughs> I just wear jeans. He skis. I mean, jeans. could you see Joey Ramone coaching his daughter's softball team wearing, you know, athletic shorts? That's no, a lot of pressure, not. man. I was listening to, um, I think it was Pete Holmes the other day. He was talking about how, how much pressure it is to be a rapper. He's like, dude, you got to be tough all the time. It's like every every time you see Eminem, Pete Holmes is a rapper. No, he was no. He was oh, saying he was okay. saying he was saying he was just could, cracking wise. He was like, I could never make it as gotcha. one because you got to be tough all the time. Every <laughs> every Eminem interview, you no, know, he's like, yeah, yeah, like he can't smile right. or whatever. And he's like, dude, I'd ne- I'd never make it. That's kind of how like in order to keep up this punk rock mentality, it's like you still got to wear jeans, bro. Yeah, it's tough. It's yeah. it's a burden to cross you bear. <laughs> it is. So it yeah, is. it's just funny how people now like I get why they used to sag, but now it's um. It's weird because it's like, well, those pants are super tight and small on you. Mm. How? Why would you sag pants that are hard to say? You know what I mean? It's just, it's very, it's very, it's very old, old white guy of me thing to say. But it kind of just cracks me up. I go, dude, we used to sag because they were big. That makes sense. 
Crisscross wore it backwards because they didn't have it figured out until later in life. That makes, well, some of them, one of them made it later in life. Yeah, but I think I derailed you with all the fashion talk. So you guys were at the show. No, it you did It was a great show. Yeah, it was petering out. No, it was fine. I, the, uh, I had, I got, just, just so you know, Radius, I paid, at Radius, I paid twenty six fifty for a beer what? for moi and a bottled water for the wife and a bottle of water for the son. Twenty six bucks. Twenty five cash, twenty six fifty if you use a card. Was that like ten Opted eight, for and the eight? Card. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, well I, I went to see Silver Sun pickups at the Vic, so I also got out in the wild. Did you have to wear a mask once you were inside? No. Okay. I didn't either. So anybody people were asking me, um, I think they want you to. You show your Vax card, and there were people that chose to wear their mask. And you know me, I'm like, sweet. If that's what you want to do, you do that. Look, this is how exactly right? I was exactly saying. This is how you know that a lot of it is bullshit because you have to show your Vax card, or I think, or a negative test within yes. three days or something like that. Yeah. Ten and days. then you have to have a mask, and then as soon as you're in, that mask can come off. Now, here was here's what's funny. You want to talk about your crowd at your show? The crowd at my show is the only crowd that your crowd could have beat up. Dude, I looked around. I've talked about him before. You know how I do that thing where, like, I think this a lot of guys we, do we it. We agree on, though. A lot of guys do love it. Love Silver Sun pickups. You, yeah, yeah, they're great. A lot of times you go in a room, and when you're in that room, you assess the situation. You go, if it goes down, who do I kill first? Which is, the, which is uh, where am I at in the pecking order? It's just something I've done since I was a kid. Mm. I used to always be like, I'm the Every last dude one. Does that, and now, yeah. Every dude looks around and goes, all right, if there's like a. Uh, if it becomes like the purge, or if it becomes like season five of, of Squid Games, and it's like, hey, we're gonna put a strobe light out, and you're gonna have to mm. stab each other. I always look around for that. Um, don't do that at the Lowell Pumpkin Festival, by the way, because they can all kill you. <laughs> uh, just nothing but huge white guys. So I'm looking around at this crowd at Silver Sun Pickups, and I told my buddy who went with me, I go, dude, if it goes down in here, we're good. <laughs> we're fine. And I'm not even saying I'm a tough fella, but I'm saying in this crowd, we're good. So it was super beta, but I like that because there's no problems. And in the Vic, dude. You can be at the bar getting a drink, and your view is like, yeah. what, like thirty yards away or whatever. Yeah. It's so awesome to that's, see. That's how like I always like House of Blues for that reason in Chicago too, because there's two sidebars and one back bar, and they're all in direct. It's a like a large rectangle. Yeah, without the Vic's really even any more kind intimate. of furniture. Yeah, yeah well, was, I'm going there in March, so ah, dude, it's such a great place to see a show. I think the beers were eleven bucks, yeah. but they have a person that comes up with you an iPad, and they don't wear anything to identify themselves. Somebody just walks up to you, and then what they a pull, great scam if you wanted to pull it, right? dude. And then they pull an <laughs> iPad up, yeah, they just go give me your card, and I would just take it and swipe it for you know free hugs or whatever, and just put right. in your iPad. But uh, yeah, they were eleven bucks there, so that wasn't super cheap either. But man, dude, what a show! Yeah, oh, was it gosh. just them? No, it was some girl that they knew, probably from like where they're from in California because mm. it was a girl they had no drummer they had a lady with they had a kind of look like cult members one lady was playing a keyboard and the other one was playing a bass and sometimes a keyboard and she would just play guitar and sing and it was it was nice but uh she was so it was so chill and it was like this should be at a coffee shop and at the end she did a uh, cover of was that song I, I believe in miracles that really horrible song I don't know you know it's like no. I believe in miracles oh yeah 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 dude <laughs> She did a cover of that, and the rest of the band left, and she just walked around and danced and sang it. I go, this is karaoke, what you're doing right now? And I hate this song so much. It reminded me of when I worked at KB and River Oaks and wanted to kill myself. So she wasn't great. I don't remember her name, but it was funny because we're at the merch table afterwards, and she's like there, but not behind the counter. And I did do like a double take because she's good looking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably half the battle. And I was like, oh, man, who's that? Whatever. Uh, and But then I'm getting my T-shirt. And then I see her like taking pictures with every like seventh person. Mm-hmm. But it was this awkward moment where it's like she's standing there. She's not famous yet. But she was on stage technically. And she's there if you want an autograph. And so People I'm like. Feel, feel compelled. Well, and then I'm like, should I take a picture with her? Like, well, I don't want it. But am I being rude by not taking a picture? She, you know, I felt like... Uh, you should go up and say, do you want to take a picture? And if she says yes, and give me your camera. <laughs> Just to make people, other people feel like... Yeah, here you, know. you go. Do you want... How many poses? You, yeah, but it was it was, it was was kind of funny. Cause, so I had to do the thing... Um, almost like when you're in a car and like the homeless guy comes up. And you like pretend like you don't see them, even mm. though they're at your door. And you just go like, I'm looking forward. Get Or like um, when you're in traffic and you want to merge uh-huh. and you look. And I always do that thing where I try to just make eye contact. Because once they see you, they have to give you the F right. you. So uh, I was like, if I don't look at her, then she won't know that I want. I just want to keep my T-shirt, you know. And I was like, 
get away from me. All my t-shirt, get down, get the hell out of here. It was, uh, I probably 90% of the people were just like, oh, hi, and get their shirt. But me, I spent 10 minutes in a Larry David-like stage just staring straight ahead, going like, don't look at her, don't look at her. It's funny because my wife actually, there, so the, there was a band that opened up for uh, both Bad Religion. So when we saw this concert in Vegas, Bad Religion was the headliner, and I would assume for the majority of the concert, Bad Religion is the headliner. However, in Chicago, Alkaline Trio, who's a Chicago-based band, was the, they flip-flopped. So they were the headliner. Right. But both shows had the same opening band, which is called War on Women, and uh, it is a feminist... Like you know, oh. and, and you know, in the in the middle of the show, they're just like you know, do better, cis white males. You know, you. It, it, and, oh, hey, maybe yeah. my, maybe my crowd would do a little better. Oh, it thought. was it was not. But in that you know, in in twenty twenty one, it's like like you got dudes going, yeah, we got to do better. So I would I would have I would have booed and said, make me a sandwich. <laughs> so my wife was buying a shirt or over by like you know getting a, a water or whatever, and looked over and there was and the lady had sat on the stage, the singer. The lady, the singer said, you know, Hey, go to our merch table as they were closing up saying, Hey, everything that you, anything you buy helps put gas in the tank. And, you know, we're just a, a band trying to make it good. And so I was like, Oh, I really hate this band, but like, maybe I should buy a pin. <laughs> I believe it was like so cause. motherly of her. I was like, this is so dumb. <laughs> you should have no, been I'm like, not gonna buy you should have like went no. and took a picture and just been like, you guys are, you guys are almost as good as the guy singers. You were well, great. Well, Kay, what I will tell you is keep it up and then give them a little thing to the chin. What is this is indicative of whether or not people you know clap or raise their fist or whatever when you're standing right in front of them. Let's look at the let's look at the tabulations at the merch tables. Now, I would I could say if people had only a certain amount of money and it was like buy a bad religion T-shirt who I came to see or this other band who I did like, but I don't have that money, it's going to go the other way for sure. But I will tell you that their merch table probably could have closed down 15 minutes after it's set up. That just you know it is what it is it is a tricky thing too because the opening band will always be like well i wasn't expecting anything and you say if you do kind of like them you're like oh, they weren't bad in the time i'll be like well maybe i don't know let me get a shirt or buy their cd or whatever they weren't they were okay i don't know if i'd listen to it much but but i'd like to support them and then the big band will come out and you would be like oh my god they were so good there's no way i'm putting a dollar into that crappy <laughs> piece of junk band at first well have you ever seen a opening act that you that you didn't know who they were that you were like, wow, they kicked ass, and then later on, they ended up being something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Who was yeah. that? Do you remember? Um, well, this is going to be the most telling thing ever, but when we went to some show in like 96 or whatever, Limp Biscuit was playing on a trailer. <laughs> now, I'm not saying they're good, but they did end up headlining Woodstock. That's they, pretty, you, you were know. like, God, these guys are playing on a trailer, and they should be playing on a trailer. I go, they ended up at Hammond Fest. So I go, I'm you, watching you, these You guys. knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I go, I'm watching this band now, and there's something in that in that singer's eye. I can tell they're going to be huge assholes in the future. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, but there's a band called Ume that I saw open up for uh, the Toadies, who I loved and became good, Alien Ant Farm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a couple of those. But those people all ended up signing to a major, mm-hmm. they might have been on one at that time. But, oh, yeah. You know. We're getting, they had no push. Then I saw the opposite. I saw a band called Kay's Choice, and they had one song and never played again. I saw, I've talked about this. Uh, it was like a, a show to raise money for Jerry Bryant, who's a local celebrity here in Chicagoland. He, he did this show called JBTV where he introduced like alternative and punk and metal videos. That was know, a great on, show. Like, yeah. yeah. So we, we went to a benefit show, and Andrew W.K. was one of the acts. And I like to talk about this whenever I can because we were laughing. Me and my wife were like, well, he does that one song that's like, let's get the party, party started. Party and we're like, yeah, that, that you know, whatever. He wears a white shirt and he has wet hair. And he's got blood all over his face. Mm-hmm. So he came on and played Let's Get the Party Started, which I don't know if he has any. I, I think I tried to listen, and I was like. Is it Party Hard or something? Yeah, I think it's called Party Hard. And I told you, and I've said it, and I'll stand by it, do blew the roof off. If if everybody could have Andrew W.K. as their fluffer, I don't care what kind of music. If you want to get the crowd hyped, you get. I'm surprised people haven't gotten crushed at an Andrew W.K. I almost crushed my wife. I was like, get out of my way. <laughs> I got to get the party started. You muffed yourself yeah, in the no, face. It was, it was, it, and now he's he's with uh, Kat Dennings. They're going to be married and, and have. Is that the makeup tattoo lady or something? No. No. It's a lady from Two Broke Girls. Marvel Ooh, movies. La and la. Yeah. No kidding. Okay. All right. Yeah, she's good. But yeah, Silver Sun pickups are great too, so I also got out of the house. Now, let me ask nice. you, uh, a friend of yours and a friend of mine uh, who I've never met, at least you know through Facebook, had posted that he went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year, like the induction yeah. ceremony. Yeah. Kevin. Kevin. 
the Go-Go's, which I'm a huge Go-Go's fan. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they were inducted this year. I did not get to see it. It hasn't aired yet as far as I know, so I'll have to wait for that. But I thought about this because there's always this controversy. Uh, I saw in the paper yesterday, <laughs> in the paper, I saw online in the online paper <laughs> that Wilson Contreras, who is the catcher for the Cubs, was saying, hey, come on, guys, it's about time we let Sammy Sosa back into, you know, back into our lives and back here into Wrigley. And I think anybody who understands or enjoys baseball goes, nah, I don't think so. Because here's the thing, you're a cheater and you deny being a cheater. You won't even acknowledge the idea that you were a cheater. You had a bat with cork in it. Not only that, you were doing steroids. You disgraced the game. And I'm every, any, in my opinion, anybody can come back. I think the steroid Just, part should be a moot point now. Agreed. Just admit... You, you you didn't do what you said you did. Just I, I would just I would just go listen. I it was a time. I legitimately thought everyone was doing this. Yeah, I was trying to help baseball get back on the map because our ratings were getting bad. I was watching the thirty thirty for the Mets again. Uh, the newer one, they have like a I think a second parter, and uh, we were I was watching it with my kids, and they're like, "Why do you like Daryl Strawberry? Like, look at you know these guys, Keith Hernandez. They're all big time, you know, cokeheads and partiers and." And I was like, yeah, but they still came out and played the game at the expert level. And the other thing I will say is, I don't care. Look at across all sports. They were, everybody was doing it. They were all partying. So yeah, we could look at the, that team and go, wow, there's a lot of people who had a lot, of, a lot of problems. And, you know, they had a couple good years and then things fell apart. But people like to focus on the fact that some of these people turned out to have like if, pretty if, bad personal lives as a result of drug yeah. use. Yeah. But I would say that Daryl Strawberry then went on to be a Dodger and a, and a Yankee and and killed it. A little a little less profile, but you could give a lot of players cocaine; they wouldn't be, all be great. Yeah, well, exactly. So, with those two topics together, why is it that we're saying that Pete Rose, who is just uh, I feel like a just a not a nice person, but yeah, but he should be off. he should be letting the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because he made a lot of great records. Why is it that we keep people out of the Baseball Hall of Fame for the fact that maybe they gambled or they did drugs, but we celebrate that in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? You know, it doesn't even matter what specifically you done criminally. That's rock and roll. I, I don't know that you get more points to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if you've killed a person, an innocent person in a car accident while you were drunk, but it's certainly not going to keep you out. Yeah. Agreed? Yeah, well, I would say... I Michael mean, Jackson's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There is no sense of competition in art, right? So, I don't know. Yeah. There, you don't no, think- I mean, yeah, everybody wants to sell their art or whatever, but do they? Some of them are tortured artists. I'm just talking about if we're, we always... It seems like it's important for us to stand on this moral high ground where we go... And I'm not even saying the players or the artists feel this way, where it's like, you have a, a responsibility to our youth and people that look up to you to live in this. And it's like, I remember, I think it was Slash... And, and Duff like presented at the MTV Music Awards, b- drunk as hell, and yeah. and carrying a bottle of booze, and everybody was like, "That's rock and roll." And I think I remember my mom telling me she either heard on the radio or read in the paper that Slash uh, whipped it out and urinated in on an airplane on the floor in front of all the passengers, like within a week of, of Guns N' Roses had a picture of a <laughs> of a woman post rape right. right in their. Our, their album art. Yeah, the J cover of their cassette. They were right. <laughs> they were right on front with it. Well, but there's no... there's See, the thing with, with sports is you go, these are our best specimens competing at the highest level. Um, Have you seen Bartolo Colon? Oh, it's specimen. <laughs> He's an Adonis. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, this is like, hey, we're all... the, the, the There's rules. There are no rules in rock and roll, right? So there's rules and like whoever's best in this arena, like going back to like, you know, old school, um, just Olympics or whatever, Romans, right? But with art, it's just like, hey, go up. There's your guitar. Go do what you want. You can set it on fire if you want. You can pee on it. You can mm-hmm. do Frank Zappa. You can be Gigi Allen or you can be um, John Legend. You know what I mean? Like whatever. You just, you have the, there's no rules to it. So, But your I think politics that's can keep difference. you out of the Hall of Fame. Uh, if you're saying that Creed shouldn't be let in, we'll start this disagreement right now uh, there are people in baseball specifically um that uh like kurt schilling who first bid hall of famer not in the hall of fame because he's a conservative he's conservative in his politics zero to do with his sports right weird right am i wrong have you not is this not the truth i don't i think i would have to believe you i don't i don't know so He's kept out because he doesn't, you know, the, the the way that they do the voting and and how it's dispersed. Because he put all his votes. money into that video game company and went kaput. 
I'm just saying that this guy can be kept out for not doing those other things just because his political leanings are one way. But then there can be people who uh, maybe their politics are offensive to me or a a great majority of people, 50% 50 of the world in music, like the Dixie Chicks or whatever. They come out and they do something and it's like half their fan base because they're country music people. Dude, it's just the chicks, bro. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like the country music contingent was like, you're done now. You can't say anything against George Bush. Yeah. And it's like this art. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the that's, same that's way that really weird. I believe Easy E is the only member of NWA that was like a legitimate gang member and drug dealer, and the rest, in Ice Cube and, and Dr. Dre, were like were busting, you know, out of yeah. their neighborhoods into nicer schools. It doesn't change the fact that they still saw what their neighborhood represented and were singing on behalf of that. But it's like that's not necessarily your particular life. You're not out there a hundred right. miles and running. Right, okay? right, 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 yeah, right, right, right. Well, I don't know how many professional athletes are le- right-leaning, but I think 104% of their accountants are. <laughs> so, yeah, it is kind of silly. I don't ever think that it's due especially with, like, uh, sports. Well, like, look, that it should matter what you Look at, like, I like... Okay, this is... You could be, like... What about Mike Vick? You could be, like, a BLM or a blatant racist. Just, you got to go up there and hit that ball. And that's the part that, that matters for that. No? Let's say Michael Vick was a little bit better and his career was had more longevity. He's very He's good. good for a I'm while, saying, dude. Some people would say, well, Michael Vick, you know, he just doesn't have the career longevity that would make him a Hall of Fame yeah. quarterback. But but I would it's considering what he did. Most people right? play like four years in the NFL. Would you would you think that that should keep him off? We might have talked about this before, but it's just interesting to me. Would you say, hey, this guy shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame because he was dogfighting and, you know, shooting animals that lost in dogfights, just abusing animals. But, I mean, the dude could scramble. But they're probably going like to let Ray business. Lewis in, right? Yeah, probably. Ray Lewis like co- helped cover up a murder, and yeah. he obviously was not a good fellow. When he wasn't giving motivational speeches, he was motivating people to murder. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. They, it's 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 very it feels very judgy. That'd be a good job for me. I'd like to sit on that council, deciding who and yeah. who does not. Yeah, because I love judging so much that I would just be like, mm. I don't, I don't really like back, dogs. You know, come back with in. your profile. <laughs> Come back with your your portfolio next year. Maybe do a couple more things in the generosity category. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk again. Do a little work with the Boy Scouts. And how many? Does we have a numbers? How many cats? How many cats did he kill? No <laughs> cats. Off. Does Ooh, that, no cats. Uh, no cats. Hey, Mike. No cats. This is gonna look good for you. This is gonna look really. good. Are you sure? No cats, though. What we can't do is find out in two years you actually had a cat fighting ring. Yeah. Now we're really up a creek. <laughs> you know what I mean. That you don't want for sure. No, it's silly. So, who, um, are you? Were you saying like specifically there are certain bands that you don't think will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No, I'm saying that the, it is completely not on the table to keep a musician or band out based on um what they do extracurricularly. Okay, so how many years do you have to play before you can be nay uh, do your art before you can be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I don't know. See, twenty. I, I don't know. Well, Dave Grohl's up for like two there's, or three. There's bands definitely, or there's definitely, a, obviously a, a you so know, here's a checklist. My, so here's my question: On the record, does Nickelback get in? <laughs> no, dude, they sold more records than every band you just named. Yeah, but you you didn't ask me if they deserve to go to go in based on the same criteria. Are they going to? No, you don't think they will. No, because I, I just think, feel like I think they will. I think it would be unfortunate if you, the standard is the standard. But I think politics come into play. Records I don't. I don't sold, know. Right? But what I'm saying, I don't know. I'm sure you could look it up, or we could. We could. We could have done our research. Yeah, you know, yeah. I knew I was going to talk about this. You didn't. So <laughs> right, it's sort of my right, fault. Right. Um, but either way, I'm just saying. Like, I just feel like. How, how can we? I feel like there's there's been more known atrocities at the hands of of musical artists than there has been done toward other innocent people than there has been by athletes that we know about. Yeah, that's true. They well they just they don't they don't care. They don't care at all about about bands behavior, but we we look up to pro athletes. We look up to Which them is like, weird, right? Cuz someone would be like, I can't, you know, I'm not going to I'm going to I'm going to burn my jersey or I'm going to, you know, I'm I'm not going to have a have, let my kid have a poster of this athlete on his wall because, you know, they they stand for this or they stand for that. But in the same vein, like I said, you could have whatever, you know, you, you could have whatever rock and roll well, you know, but it goes both ways, dude, because we we keep talking about how like oh, like the the left will cancel like a certain um, band or athlete or whatever. Uh, my kid 
gets a lot of clothes like secondhand. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? People be like, hey, we grew out of these. You can have these. And he was wearing a LeBron jersey or a LeBron, not jersey, but a LeBron James shirt one time. Mm-hmm. And I told my wife, I go throw that out. <laughs> I was like, get rid of that. She's like, what? And I was just like, I don't. He says too much stuff in the news. Like he's, I was like, that guy, I watched his barbershop show. Screw that dude. Like, yeah. I don't want him wearing it. And she's like, well, you shouldn't bring your views into your kids. And I go, I, I do normally. It's a free shirt. I go, normally I don't. And uh, somebody gave him that shirt. And I just, I don't, I look at him and I don't like him when he's wearing it. <laughs> Take this shirt, throw that shirt off. Here, you know? Here's what's weird. You decided to ha- draw a line in the sand yeah. and say, no, he's not going to wear that shirt. Correct, though. When e- more easily, you could have just waited until it made it to the hamper and then just thrown it away without anybody ever realizing it was gone. I took a stand. You did. So good for you. I appreciate it. You know what else is good for me? What? Nickelback was formed in 1995. Okay. You need 25 years to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Guess what year it is today. (laughs) All right. The way I see it, we're a year late. Yeah, not first bid, for sure. Dude, but did it even even come up, though? I I don't know. I'm not in the room. I'm not in that room. Uh, I I think they're going to make it. There's been a lot of... I guarantee any if you go back and look, there's a lot of bands that have made it in that, you know, you, me, or anybody else would be like, that band's in there. Probably ABBA's in there, and they don't really move you. So I, I don't know that just because you personally don't like them, it's based on a criteria, right? Well, Chad Kroger is quoted as saying that he's come to terms with the fact that he'll never probably be in the Rock and Hall of Fame. So now I want him in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's not right. It's not right, dude. I mean, is, is it right that is, he if, sings like the Cookie Monster? If the Beastie no. Boys can be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, why can't everybody else? Dude, I, okay, yeah. What are we? Are we going by offensive uh, uh, hairstyles? Because okay, that's out. <laughs> Which, by the way, if we were, they shouldn't be in. Are we going by being douchebags? You know what? No, because if love, we were, they shouldn't be in. I would love for you or me to put a list together of people who are in the Hall of Fame that probably are are, are people would would not know they're in, and then quiz each other and see. You know what I mean? Like, is, oh, is, yeah, is, yeah. is the CNC Music Factory in the Hall of Fame? I certainly hope not, but they might have snuck in. You know, like when politicians hide a couple of different laws in a bill, they like they come at you with the "Hey, save the children" bill, save the clock tower bill, <laughs> right, and in right. that bill, which you didn't read, the uh, you know the fine print are three other things you're going to be passing when you vote for that bill. So you could do CNC could have snuck in just like that. Let me give you one more number. Is Millie or Vanillian? No, they they can't because they had corked thro- uh, throats. <laughs> gotcha. Dude, 50 million albums. Nickelback has sold 50 million albums and they've been out for 26 years. They don't get in? I think you need to I think you need to crunch some numbers before next week and I think you you need to tell <laughs> you've been on there. you've been on this for for many years, I have to say. You were you were in at the ground floor. You know how many Grammys they have? 0 million. <laughs> they have none, dude. No Grammys, no Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, $50 that, million. D- that doesn't seem right that they wouldn't have any Grammys. They don't. Need- I wonder if you could like look year to year and see who they were snubbed by, and we could actually ask people, is this fair? Should they have been snubbed? Well, you have to get out of the way to give Frank Ocean 14 of them. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't even know, know who that is. That's, yeah. the, that's the bad part. He was the uh, openly, uh, he was the outed like R&B singer. Slash, like, <laughs> All yeah. right. No, he's actually got some. I don't, I'm not saying songs. I'm not saying yeah. he does or doesn't, but like people are outing. I thought people in music. Oh, I again, shouldn't say outing. He was he was a public. He was a well known. Outed himself. Homosexual. He never R&B's. wasn't out. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure when he came out or whatever. Nobody knows. There's no way to tell. Before we get too too crazy past this, uh, you said you did not have to wear a mask. I didn't have to wear a mask. I'm one of these people that says, hey, I've, I've been vaccinated. I did what you asked me to do. The idea of the mask was for me to protect you from me that might be carrying uh, the coronavirus and might you know, shoot some spittle onto you. Yeah. So I'm wearing a mask. The mask is, again, for you. I am right. protecting you from me. I've been vaccinated and I had the coronavirus. So I feel like, I, I feel like I'm good. That's but you're, how I but feel. you're saying uh, I no longer am going to protect you. You, I don't have any reason Once to because I don't venue. have it. Yeah, but uh, you don't know. Okay. But I want to say this. I feel like we need to go back to being, uh, if you want to wear a mask, you can. But the a mask-free world, a mask-free society, except yeah. for fast food workers or any food workers. How about this if you have a goatee because I don't want to look at it? No. that's let me. I'll put a pin in that. Okay. But I would say the fast food thing is so great. 
Uh, we ate inside Panda Express the other day, which we normally don't do, but the line, you know, we were anticipating a long line as always. So we went inside I love and that. I saw that they were all wearing the masks, obviously preparing the food. And I thought, what's better? I mean, we had hairnets for a while, but people were free to have boogers fall out of their nose into your food, spit, uh, you know, who, yeah. all kinds of stuff, Open earwax, curves, yeah. whatever you got going on. And so I just say, let's go ahead and keep for food service people gloves, a hairnet, and a mask. No, I'm the opposite. I feel horrible. It feels like this elitist society where I go to a place and I'm like, uh, I'm free as a bird. I have no mask. Uh, I'm picking my nose while I'm talking to you. And then the person has to wear a mask. I feel like, like what's you next? Do you got to bow, you gotta for, bow to me? You do that for your job. The world is going around wearing whatever they wear. You, you know, be, being working for UPS, you wear a uniform. You know what I mean? You are forced to wear... Not what you want. Okay, what about while not you're food? At work. What about not food? Like I'm just going to like I'm going to like Office Depot to buy staples. You know, I don't think they. The person... I don't think that. No, I'm just talking about food only. Uh, but but right now, as it is, you go to a gas station and like whatever, and they're wearing a mask. Yeah, it feels dumb. like they're behind feels... a kiosk and they still have. A mask it just feels on. elitist. It feels like like oh no no you don't have to you're fine. But me, I'm a lowly groveling uh, worker. I'll put on three masks. It I feel like if silly. I don't know. When it comes to food service, my whole point was I like my food being clean, as clean as possible. What is, I mean, when you, when you have a good point that when it comes to food, that's I, it. That's I the would, only wrong. I would like it if you didn't spit in it, <laughs> but I'm also okay if you do. Yeah. I mean, we all know like you could just pull your mask down, spit in and put it back on, but that means that you're knowingly and intentionally making that happen. That changes right? things. Sometimes when I talk, spit comes out and it could have got in somebody's orange chicken. So if we have the sneeze guard to protect my food, from the customer in front of me potentially sneezing on it and contaminating the entire thing. There's no sneeze guard on the other side, but now if you wear a mask, pff, sneeze guard. Yeah, 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 that's good. And although it makes it easier, stop people stop wearing the face shield. You ever spit the on face somebody? Shield is out. You ever you spit on somebody when you're talking to them? Yes. Like all the time. Like, Not I, all the time. I, no. I don't know. If I got a sloppy <laughs> mouth or what, but I've done it many times. And uh, there, it is so embarrassing. What's worse, like like farting on accident while you're talking to somebody? Or you're talking to, let's just say you're talking to a girl and she's not a bad looking girl and whatever. And it just a piece, just a little bit of spit comes out. And dude, like, it's so bad. Like, you're, how about when one comes out and just rests on your chin? <laughs> so now you have to do you stick your tongue out. Do you wipe it with your hand? Do you pretend that you don't know it's there? But then the person always does like, oh, like, like, we'll just like, like, oh, you just like spit on me and you have to like go like, oh, just, yeah, that's what I do that. I just do that sometimes. I just spit when I talk. <laughs> like, it's like the, um, I don't know if it's worse than like a, like, and I guess, cause I always have like that, like it's, I don't know if it was a dude, I wouldn't like it. But if it's a girl, it's like, oh man, it's <laughs> just, a, I don't know. It's just, it's just worse if you do it to a female, right? Cause. Oh yeah. Like, you know, no, okay. Yeah. You're saying if you spit on a guy, I don't you're, really le- you're less upset I, about yeah, it still, or not upset at all. <laughs> right. Not, not upset at all. Not if a guy spits on you. <laughs> right. No, I don't like it, but. <laughs> And if a girl spits on me when she talks, I'm like, that's fine. She's a girl. So it's no big deal. It's kind of like that thing. Why do you think that women, why are you suggesting that women's saliva is weaker than men's saliva? No, not weaker, just more palatable. Okay. Here's what it is. When I walk into a room, I go, who do I have to kill? I know I'm not going to kill anybody. I'm, I'm fairly certain I won't have to do the purge and then stab my way out of this room. And I do the same thing with a female. I go, what are the chances if we had to procreate, where am I at? One through 10. I just do it because I'm a crazy person. And no, I don't think I'm going to kill everybody. And I don't think I'm going to have to make babies with everybody. But when I, it could be a, just a person behind the counter at, at we'll just, we'll say we're at. Uh, when you're making this calculation, though, are you also considering, so when you make the calculation about, about fighting to the death, you're calculating, hey, this person is willingly fighting me and I'm willingly fighting them and they die and I live. Mm-hmm. Are you doing the same calculation with the women that you're going to make a baby with? Are these, in your mind, <laughs> do you take into consideration they may not want you? No, yes, okay. uh, yes, of okay, course. thank God. Every person you meet, I was just going to be, maybe you're just a vi- every, straight Viking. I listen, don't know. every person you meet, there is a percent chance that they will sleep with you or kill you. Every okay. single person. Right. Am I right? Yeah. Because I mean, if it's one. So what I do, because I'm a crazy person, is in my head, I, I do like, remember Terminator 2 when he would look at people and he'd mm-hmm. look at their jean jacket and the percentage and their right. body temp. I look at each person like a robot, a cyborg, and I go, chances. And then and when the girl looks at me, I go, ah, 12%. 
doesn't really matter. But then if they smile, like it would just went up to 24 and you do that kind of thing. So if I spit on them on accident, I watch the number go back down to zero. Um, it's like when Iron Man, his power went out and his helmet just mm-hmm. completely shut off and he was plummeting. It's exactly, to the exactly earth. like that. And then when you spit on a dude, I watch the chance that I have to kill them go up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. No. So that's right. just one of those things. And they're, yes, and they're also, theirs is going up too, right? And I'll bet you more single dudes do. This is just how my brain's wired though. But like you, every person, and you know what? Actually, I don't believe you. If people say they don't, every person you meet, you have to somewhere, your brain is, dude, your brain is super impressive. It does a lot of calculations all the time, sometimes without you even thinking of it. Every person you meet, you go, the percentage that they might sleep with me is Every single person. Now, if you go, okay, that's somebody's wife. Let's hope it's close to zero as we can get. But 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 if you die in a plane crash, that person's single, and then we go on a plane and it crashes, but we survive, and we're the only one on the island. Right? Does that number not change? Yes. It All right. Change. Now who's the asshole? So. Okay. <laughs> so while we're on this spit topic, this is this is where this is where we're going to end for this week on this particular topic. I went to get a uh, a gift certificate to at a nail salon for my niece. And while I was there, not only was the lady wearing a mask, she also had a little pop-up kiosk, a plexiglass, you know, shield with a, a thing to slide my hand or my credit card through to give her my yeah. credit card. And she, I said, hey, I want a manicure, pedicure. How much does that cost? And then she started to talk. Uh, she started to speak in Korean very quickly. And I'm thinking, why do you expect me to understand Korean? And then I thought, well, maybe you're just wearing a mask and it's not Korean. And I'm just, I'm, you spit <laughs> I'm, a lot I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm just assuming that you're speaking Korean uh, because it makes me feel better because I can't understand you. So uh, I kept and There was a guy next to her and he was like doing something on the counter, but not looking at her. And so she's like going on and on. And I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. I didn't understand. Uh, sorry. I didn't understand. At no point did this lady look up and she's still going on and I don't want to imitate the, the sounds that were coming out of, out no. of her mouth. Uh, but um, I probably said, excuse me, sorry, uh, ma'am, I can't hear you. I don't understand. Five or six or maybe 10 times. <laughs> and then the dude turned around from whatever he was doing, said something back and walked away. And I'm like, this lady, A, had no idea I was talking to her because of this shield and I'm wearing a mask. B, uh, anyone else who was watching from a distance was like, he doesn't. He clearly doesn't understand. She's not listening to him. She's speaking in Korean to this guy <laughs> who understands Korean, which makes sense. Why would she be? be why would she think that I spoke Korean? It doesn't right. make any sense at all. Right, right, so right. I stood there and I looked like a real jerk. And then the lady <laughs> never even answered my question as to how much the the gift certificate would cost to get both a manicure and a pedicure. And I just gave her my credit card and I walked out and I looked at the receipt and I said, "Well, I guess it's what a manicure and a pedicure cost." Well, you got two social problems here. One is if you tap on her little kiosk, now you're the jerk, right? Because it's like, "Hey, hey, hey, don't tap, dude. Right. Just wait a second, right?" And the other is people that do their nails. Um, they have a place they go. They have a woman that does it or a guy or whatever, they have such a shorthand and a routine mm. that they come in and they go like, and then you get your number. Right. That was Korean, by the way. And then they don't need to ask questions because they know what they get. It's I like mean, if you, it's I like do get the, my I do get my nails done. It's like the old dude, no, you get your feet done. And both. I it's, do both. You get your hands I have done? Gotten, I have gotten a manicure before. What'd you do to your hands, dude? Just a manicure. What? Yeah. I mean, it's maybe did three they, times in <laughs> my whole did life. They, did they buff them? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> They do a cuticle push. Okay. All right. Every now and then you yeah. have to you have to take care of your temple. Ah, oh, man. I wish I cared at all. My, I got like a quarter inch of nail No, I, I I think, you know, back when we were first married, my wife would go and she'd be like, go with me. And I was like, all right, well, I guess. The things we do. Yeah. Unreal. I've, I've yeah, gotten but- my feet done a lot more than <laughs> I, maybe my nails yeah, done course, twice. Of course. My entire life. You're like, can you put little black flag logos on my big, on my big toes? <laughs> I can't do a battle jacket anymore, so you got to put it on there. So, uh, yeah, there's a shorthand that they know, and the girl's probably like, "Why is he doing extra words? We don't do that." Mm, could be, could be. So you that, never, but did you they, ever find out what you even got charged? I, or was yeah, it? yeah. And I came out and told my wife, and she's like, "Yeah, it's about right." But I, this your wife goes, li- "Why did you buy uh, the deluxe package four times?" And you go, "I, I, I don't know." This is going to sound extremely, extremely racist, but just hear me out. I believe if the, if the if you don't speak good English and you're in that industry, why not do what a good Asian restaurant would do where there's just four choices? 
and they have a picture of it, the, yeah. the bowl of food, the one, the two, the three, and the four, right? Then you only have to know four things. Or one, assign it two, like an animal. Be three, like, I'll take four, the yeah. rooster or the <laughs> alligator or the monkey or Thank whatever. Thank you for the rooster, yes. Uh, yeah, I'll take the a dragon, a... I don't know what what a monkey a rooster. A monkey, what what yeah. are the years? Like what are the Chinese years? Yeah, right. Exactly. Just pick those and be like, that's the one I want. It's and if we that doesn't work, out. then you make the noise of it. You go like, I want the ooh. ooh. You know, you start pretending you're a monkey. I think we figured this out. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody would feel a lot more uh, free to go in and, and speak to people that. Uh, and we have, it's like we're building the, the the Tower of Babel here, solving problems every week. So before we go, tell us about this. You watched yourself, or you attempted to watch I didn't Woodstock take, 94. I didn't take any more videos in my pool, if that's what you're asking. No. You told us last week that you were going to watch. Oh, dude, yeah. So on HBO, there's a Woodstock 99 documentary, and I I've, I haven't told... I think I've mentioned it on the show, but I haven't told like the story story, because same reason I won't tell you the story, because certain people listen, and I'm just like, ah, and I'll keep that one close to the vest. But it was a wild, wild time, and I'm watching this video. Where was it at? It was uh, in New York. Okay. In Woodstock? Uh, I, yeah, I guess. There was like a, a military air base that they chose to, okay. to use for it. And I won't get into the Woodstock itself. You guys should watch the documentary. It's pretty great. Uh, but the problem is I should be looking back at this and being like, oh, man. I should be going like fond memories. Like, dude, I remember. I imagine people that were at the original one, like they watched Jimi Hendrix play or whatever. And, and, and they watch Carlos Santana, and they just go, oh, my God, dude. I remember that, and I'll have those memories forever. What, are you I like a believe... junior in high school at this time or a sophomore? No, I was graduated one year. Oh, 99. Never mind. I was thinking it was 99. No, I, so we graduated, and I think I was farting around. So I was, like, just out of high school, okay. like, just now. Um, so I should be watching this and going, like, ah, oh, man, and showing my kids and be like, your dad was at this show. Isn't it cool? Instead, I watched it by myself. <laughs> And I, nobody was there to see me and I put my hands in my head and I was, and I was just like, or I put my head in my hands and I was just like, oh man. All they do is talk about how like, they're like, this was the worst Woodstock ever. It was, everyone there was a jerk and they were all white and angry between 20 and 25. And I was like, yeah, check, check, check. And they're like, and then Fred Durst comes out and gets the crowd going and girls are getting groped. And I'm like, yeah, it was pretty bad. No, I didn't do any groping, but like. <laughs> But like they they just go on about how young, angry white males ruined this event, and I was like, Ugh. I mean, okay, you but know. so I was just so ashamed of like the the music that came up there. I was like, I mean, yeah, like some of the bands were good, but I I had such a great time there, and all I did was feel bad about having. Such did you a great camp? Time. Yeah, well, we had a tent. Okay. I mean, yeah, you didn't sleep much. Ugh, I don't, dude. Uh, so, someday we'll do like a Patreon. We'll do like a like you got to pay for this. One. Yeah, put it behind a paywall. I'll, yeah, I'll tell the story about my T-shirt that got lost, and I'll tell the Woodstock story. Um, <laughs> I just do. Yeah, I just had so much. I was just like, I was watching. And they're like, and then corn came out. And okay, but look at who dude, the bands are saying. Like, what do you? What do you? What do you? Who well, do you expect showing? But well, here's the, here's the issue. It surely wasn't Lilith. Here's there. the issue. That was what was popular at that time. That was for that demo. That demo was me. So it's no wonder I like those bands because that's what was happening. But why would they? That demo was popular. But why would they put that under the banner of Woodstock? Why not call that something else like Asshole Stock? Because Woodstock is and to then, make money. It's not about peace and love. That's just th- bullshit. Yes, this this Woodstock. Yeah. So all of well, they go into the old ones and kind of the old ones were too. But like. Yeah, that it was, this was how can we get the biggest names under under one thing, and they just talk about like how like in the original one, you know, people were like d- dancing in the mud, and in this time, they were like throwing mud. No, this no, well that, but the sewage was backed up, and so the porta potties there was big pot, people were jumping in what they thought was mud, but was actually water, dirt, and shit, and uh, it's, and it, there was just so much like. They were like, people were getting so drunk and dehydrated, and I was just like, yeah, check, 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 all this stuff. And I just, uh, I do remember having fond memories. It was pretty great. It was 250,000 people or whatever. But you see, and I remember thinking, like, this is the biggest, craziest show I've ever been at. But you watch it from, and I was a young dummy, uh, and you watch it from the people who were making this film and the people who, like, Moby, your guy Moby, did a lot of, he just basically said how awful it was the whole time. <laughs> I didn't realize what a severe, weird, overbite palette that guy's has I, he's something about his face i can't i can't watch that guy talk <laughs> definitely a dickhead face dude moby's got a dickhead face but yeah i'm just watching it and i'm just going like ah oh, dude like kid rock comes out 
And he calls Monica Lewinsky like a hoe and Bill Clinton's a pimp. I don't remember him saying that, but like he did. And that doesn't hold up well. You know what I mean? It's just like all these things. But he, but he was saying that like lovingly, like, look at this pimp. Oh, yeah. He, he wasn't was, saying like this guy is a scumbag who took advantage of a, of exactly. a young Exactly. And the whole crowd's like, yeah, she's a hoe. And I'm like, that's horrible. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I would have been saying yeah to that. But like just they just made it seem like such a bunch of a-holes and uh and and i remember enjoying myself thoroughly and just going like obviously there was a lot of footage but if if the and i i hate to try to suggest this but if the director's idea was to say hey this was like male toxicity white male toxicity at its worst we can cut this thing together in no time it's going to be a little harder to to make any other thing come out of this let's go that way yeah it just felt like imagine you like spent years like raising money for the catholic church and then you watched these documentaries about priests and you just go like that mistakes were made right (laughs) you know so that's what i felt i actually haven't even finished the documentary i felt so bad about it that i knew they were getting the part with the riots and i was like i can't not yet i don't want to watch that I had to watch it in bits and pieces because of the shame. What, what's this on Netflix? Many times about how shame based I am. Well, this is fodder for the masses, dude. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. What's it called? Um, I don't know, just look at Woodstock. It says okay. Woodstock something. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, dude, I had a great time at Woodstock. Mistakes were made by everybody. <laughs> but uh, you sound just, like my kid when he comes home and he goes, "Look, I failed the test, but everybody failed the test." So, I mean, the teacher is really the one. Yeah. That- <laughs> well, here's the thing: like they talk about like all this white male toxicity, and there is a ton of that, right? That's you know, you go to parties and that guy with his backwards red hat that's smashing beers, that guy's a douchebag. However, <laughs> I was at that party too, just drinking beers, and and it didn't have my backwards red hat, and I wasn't groping women. Right. But it's like, uh, hey, you're in this group though right. you know what i mean yeah like you're with fred durst it's like no i'm not a douchebag like him it's like well it's hard to tell the difference between yeah, that whole idea of if <laughs> you you're not I mean? against him you were with him yeah 100%, yeah right yeah 100, 100. I, I think that's dangerous i think that's a that, that's a far cry from the truth that in, is in how reality, I felt. knowing well, i'm just saying knowing understanding human nature it's like there most people will not push back against that that is the right thing to do but most people you know, just don't want confrontation. So, so to say, hey, you're just as complicit if you're not out there like standing against it and saying absolutely not. That's an easy thing to say. It's super easy to say. <laughs> but yeah, and like, if you're it's 19, not you just want to hear loud music and right. jump around. Which and is you where also are in it just for the nookie. Yeah, you, know, you can take that cookie. <laughs> I do 100. Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's it's just tough. Like I would I would prefer to look back lovingly at some memories instead i'm just going like Ugh. well I'll tell you I, gotta, I gotta give my i gotta not judge myself so you harshly. got three more episodes to figure out the world we'll see if you can make it happen <laughs> okay all right that is episode 297 we'll see you next time later